this is AJ. Thank you again for joining me on Everyday Christian, where we don't just talk about have faith, but how do we apply faith on a day-to-day -day basis with the stuff that we're facing. Real talk, not the church stuff um, that you normally hear, the cliches and all that other good stuff. And once again, I am happy to have a co-host with me. I have um, the world-renowned, multi-thousand subscriber, million subscriber YouTube star, Stephanie Davidson. Why don't you go ahead and say hello to everybody, please? Hey, what's up, everybody? It's good to be here. <laughs> <laughs> and I uh, pretty much have been trying to catch up with Stephanie to see if I, um, so we can have a chat like we did with um, Augustine a couple of weeks ago and with my brother-in-law. And just want to have some real talk um, about day-to-day -day Christian living. And one of the scriptures I wanted to focus on, because we've been talking about parables and then our purpose, our vision, the gifts God's given us, um, doing exceedingly abundantly above anything that we can ask or think. This scripture we're going to be talking about mainly in Proverbs 11. And you know, I always recommend you read the entire thing. Um, but a real quick synopsis is pretty much talking about foolishness, wisdom, and um, just being open. And I want to really focus on verse 14 where in the new king james it's saying where there is no counsel the people fall but in the multitude of counselors there is safety so stephanie when you hear that what does that mean to you how do you interpret that um i would interpret it like you know you need people around you like just in my own words that are smarter than you that know more than you they're more experienced than you to tell you, you know, how to do things. Because a lot of times, you know, when we don't have people who are you know, around us who've experienced more, who are wiser than us, they've already been through those things. And for them to tell us, hey, don't do this, do this, because I know what, you know, I know what it is further down the road. We just, we save time and we don't make uh, the same mistakes they did when we have people surrounding us who are, who are guiding us in the right direction. Yeah, I, and I, I, one of the statements I always heard in a business conference I went to one day, he was like, um, life is hard, but when you're stupid, it's twice as hard. <laughs> and, it was yeah. like, and it's just one of those things where it's like, really understand in this in this whole um, chapter in Proverbs is talking about that is wisdom that the first step to wisdom is realizing that you don't know anything. I mean, I've taught, um, tried to teach computer stuff, tried to teach piano to people, you're a musician as well, and to try and teach somebody something, but when they have this attitude of, I already know it, you can't yeah. teach them anything. Yep, that's so true. I've experienced that multiple times. It's like, it's like okay, well, if you know everything, go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and I and I think even like being a a stepdad and then also having my own kids, it, it's kind of like I'm I'm kind of brutal, I guess. I mean, I, I'm still um, the book is um, Man of Steel and Velvet. I can be tough, but at the same time, I'm a big softy at the same time. But I'm more of like if you don't want to learn the lessons that I'm trying to teach you with the safety net, I want to introduce you to life, and life will teach you. And life does not care. It will teach you the lesson whether you get bloodied up or whatever. And I think 
what this scripture comes off to me is humble yourself because I've placed other people here that can help you. But if you want to do it the rough way, you can do it. I, I, it's almost kind of like I set before your life and death. I'd rather you choose life. Hey, but you can hey, you can bust hell wide open and take death if you want to. Yeah, and I know, I mean, that's such a, the way you, you know, put it, it's such a concern because a lot of people are in that situation. Like, for me, I was fortunate enough to have uh, very wise parents, and particularly, particularly my mom, she was, she was always saying, hey, you know, I don't know about that, you know, I don't know about this person, I don't know about this friend, that friend, and I think, especially for um, younger kids and sometimes adults, we don't value uh, the wisdom that our parents give us. We just, we always act like they're telling us what to do, or they're trying to, you know, make our lives miserable, but we don't realize that, or we realize it later on once we've made a mistake that, oh, they were trying to keep me on this, this straight path and you know they were trying to you know keep my heart from pain or disappointment or you know betrayal and stuff like that and that's why you know like you said that's why it's so important for us to have wisdom to have wise people around us because I mean it just keeps us from you know disappointments in life you know and mistakes in life and you know it's so hard to claw out of the, that hurt and pain when we made a mistake because we didn't listen to wisdom. And then, you know, we wind up backtracking or, you know, losing valuable time, you know, because we're so hurt and disappointed when if we had listened to wisdom in the first place, we wouldn't have had to go through any of it. Yeah, and I, I think one of the biggest issues with that is we're... And I know I'm, I'm dating myself by doing this because I don't know the um, the correct colloquialism or the term that the kids are using nowadays. Um, but it's almost kind of like so so many people are so caught on this Instagram life of I need to show my very best and I'm not going to show you any flaws. Because if I show you yeah. any flaws, it means I'm not perfect. And I think one of the biggest issues is to literally get to the point where I humble myself and like, look, I don't know how to fix this. This is, this is an issue. I've messed this up. I've jacked this up. I've done this. And like for me, like when I was having issues in relationships and stuff like that, I had no issue with going to my pastor, my dad when he was alive, my mom still, or other people that I trust that I know that this conversation isn't going to go beyond me and them. And I would be like, look, this is what's going on, dude. Like, hey, I've had this issue. I've, hey, look, I, I haven't been able to pay this amount on this bill. I don't know what I need to do. What, what should I do? This, this, and this. To where I need to be like, look, no, I don't have it. But most people, it's like, I have to keep this front up for some odd reason as if, if I tell everybody I'm messing up like this, something's gonna happen. Like somebody's gonna jump out somebody's gonna jump out a window and be like, Haha, I knew you didn't have your stuff together. Yeah. <clears throat> I know like you said a couple of things. First of all, social media is just a whole big monster by itself. And uh that goes in you know, something all all another, just not even being the genuine you. 
but one thing that you said about uh, when you're talking about uh, wisdom and people that you go to, you said that it was people that you can trust. And that's one thing about, you know, seeking wise counsel. We can't just go to anybody because, you know, some people are there and they're genuinely concerned about you. And then others are just there to be nosy. They just want information. They just want to get something on you. And um, so when you're when we're talking about wisdom, we got to be really careful as to who we share, you know, those things to me. You can't talk to everybody because everybody's not for you. They may smile on your face. They may seem nice. You may go out to dinner with them, hang out with them and do all these things. But they're not always for you. And so you have to really be careful uh, with who you talk to and then also who you're getting counsel from, too. Uh, is is important because sometimes we tend to flock to people who've been through the same thing and sometimes they're expressing what we consider wisdom but it's the pain of what they've experienced Mm -hmm. so they can't they can't talk to us with a clear head because they they're still you know enraptured in their bitterness and in their pain of their experience that they say hey you know i went through this don't ever do it when it may not necessarily be the same experience for us. So even in seeking counsel, we've got to see people that have pure hearts and people that have, if they've gone through it, that they've been delivered from whatever they've gone through so that they can give us, you know, wisdom that is from above, you know, and not from their experience. Yeah, pretty much. I to If, if we had to go back to a, the Bible talk, it's pretty much being fruit inspectors. Not saying that they got to yeah. be perfect, but... Do you do you have this? Do you, can you recognize this? And can I see some growth in here? Not judging you. Yeah. Well, actually, let me take that back. I am judging you, but I'm judging you at the same level that I want and I expect people to judge me at. So I'm oh, not yeah, con- yeah. not condescending you like, hi, you don't got this right. I'm like, no, I'm looking at you just like I want people to look at me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and I think it's just, it's... I guess I'm on this kind of, I don't want to say it's a rant, but I think I'm on this mission that at least at my age at 41 and then just the other people I deal with, I've, I've been in church my whole life and I'm, I remember having conversations with my dad where I'm just like, hey, let's cut all this out. I want to know how, how do I do this? Like, again, I've been in church long enough to where I have the people who are preaching that sounds like they're having an asthma attack. I have the ones that are doing gymnastics on the pulpit. That's all nice. But at the end of the day, I'm like, look, I have this issue. And that was kind of the genesis of this whole podcast. I'm like, look, I got an issue. I want to know how to fix it. I, I need a I need a how to. Like, and again, yeah. I, I, I can, I believe and trust and I know that God can heal and all this other stuff. I really do. But at the same time, I know, and I don't remember the scripture off the top of my head, but um, where it's located. But the summation of it is you can know this all day long, but until you get up and actually do something, faith without works is dead. You can believe all day long until you actually do something is when you're going to see something happen. So if you want to fix something in your life, yes, it's good to get wisdom. But then after you get that wisdom, you need to act on it. Or let me take that back. You have to act on actually trying to get wisdom. Because he said he will give wisdom to those who ask, but are you even asking? Are you making the first step yourself? Yeah, 
who's a minister as well and I need to been trying to catch up with schedules to get him on here because he's a psychology major as well as a minister and I enjoy talking with him because I'm it's kind of sketchy to people who don't really want to do the research but I, I've been making it a mission to kind of study metaphysics where pretty much my definition of that is how science is proving the Bible um, and it's just talking about how the mind works, how we have a subconscious mind and a conscious mind. And I say that to where the biggest step that I realize is on the scripture where it says, um, meditate on my word day and night. And when I had an issue, I literally reread the Bible from beginning to end and I read it without any preconceived notions. And I know we're going off topic of looking for wisdom from counselors but um what i ended up doing is when i had an issue going on i took one scripture and i literally let that stay in my mind all day and in studies it says that the mind the subconscious mind does thinks about ninety six thousand thoughts every day that we're not aware of and 90 percent wow. of them are negative Wow. It's that conversation that your mind is telling you over and over again. So like when you literally it's saying kind of like how out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth, um, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. I'm, I'm getting it backwards, but I'm running all over the stuff. But it was just pretty much saying that you're going to speak whatever's internally to yourself. You can't hide it. But so long, sooner or later, it's going to come out. And how science is saying it's proving that scripture to be true that literally what you are seeing and what you're interacting with 
is what you have already preconceived everything to look like. And I say that to be, I used to always say this to my friends that the internet is just a tool. If you go on the internet looking for trash, you're gonna find trash. If you go yeah. on the internet looking for help and tools, you'll find help and tools. You find exactly what your motive is when you look at a situation. So when you come in and say, oh man, there are no good guys out there, that's why you keep bumping into trash. Yeah. When you go out and say, you know what? Today's gonna be a great day. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be this, this, and this. You are literally reprogramming your mind to not go on autopilot and think yeah. about the nonsense over and over again. And I say that meaning I made a conscious effort to think about God's word in a certain area to where I didn't it didn't allow my mind to stray on other subjects. And it's just like when you drive. When we first learn to drive, we are taking every mental capacity that we have to learn how to drive. And now once it's handed off from your conscious mind to your subconscious mind, the one that does our blood pressure, our heartbeat, or regulates everything, it's automatic. You ever had those times when you're driving somewhere, you consciously don't remember what happened and you don't remember how you got from to here? You don't remember yeah. two miles worth of driving because your subconscious took over. And it's the same way. Yeah. If your mind can do that with you driving a some odd ton vehicle, what's to say that maybe the things that you are living are because you are letting your mind be a, a, a playground for the devil and is focusing yeah. on a whole bunch of other stuff and you're living out something that you really have kind of not give the wheel to Jesus you gave it to the devil for him to just run rampant on your thoughts yeah and that like like what you said uh, there's a scripture in the Bible that says life and death is in the power of the tongue and it's it talks about the tongue how it's uh, full of evil and deadly poison and we have to be really careful as to what we say and what we think because like you said the mind is the devil's playground and if we don't, we, we, I like to call it like we have a default mindset. And if we're, if we don't, we have to train our mind, you know, we have to train our mind to think the right things. We have to train our mind to think the things of God. We have to train our mind on the word. The Bible says you shall meditate on the word there in day and night mm -hmm. um, and do the things that God has said. So, so many times like I, going back to what I said, we, we don't put forth effort. Um, the Bible says in, I think, Psalms 90 or Psalms 91 that God would make our efforts successful. So we have to train our minds. We have to, like you said, be intentional. If we have an issue, find that one scripture and, and repeat it over and over and over and over again until it's stuck inside of us. And we have to, like you're talking about the subconscious, we have to take those scriptures and put them in, in us so deeply that, you know, we said 95% of the things in our subconscious is negative, that we can move some of that 95% negativity out and put the word in there and see our life transform. And that's why, you know, like I said, we don't, we don't value the word of God and value what it can do for us because we just act like the word, the Bible is something that the preacher 
preaches to us on Sundays on Bible study night, and that's it. But we have to put forth effort in, in like you said, training our minds and meditating, you know, constantly repeating over and over what God is saying about us, what the Word says about us, and, and taking out all those thoughts that we think and, you know, putting on, really putting on the mind of Christ and transforming our life through through meditation of the Word. Absolutely, absolutely. And I, I, I really appreciate it, Stephanie. I, I, I'm sure uh, a lot of people got something from what you talked about, and I, I really appreciate you taking the time to chat with me here. And again, for those who are listening, I, I really, really encourage you to follow Stephanie on YouTube. Be be her um, one millionth um, subscriber. I know she'll be happy about that. And, you know, because again, we're, we're all about trying to use technology to reach everybody just like stephanie was talking about where the preacher studies for bible study or wednesday night or sunday and give that message we can use these tools to reach and talk about god's word not just on a sunday but pretty much every day and again thank you again for joining with me and we will be chatting with y'all next week y'all have a blessed day later